Universal Constants by Piers Beckley. Clay was there, of course, sitting in the middle of the front row, intent on the empty stage, curly hair atop a emaciated body, thin face a collection of hard angles. He leaned towards the front of the lecture theatre, throbbing with excitement like he could hardly wait to get to the microphone and make the announcement himself. She couldn't see his eyes. She knew they'd be sparkling. Paul leaned across to her from the adjacent chair. When's it going to start? Any moment, just... Rebecca put a finger to her lips. Shh. He leaned back again. This. You dragged me out of the office for, for this. I had death gods. Death gods. The banner on the wall was sky blue, with the new logo picked out in white. Super Large Collider. A simplified overhead view of the site, three letters on top. They'd made the sea match up with the loop beneath the earth, miles across. Rebecca wondered how much the marketroids had charged for that one. A few hundred euros a day, a piece, a few weeks of work. Plenty. The director walked in, and a hush fell across the room, as everyone waited to see what she was going to say. Have they switched it on yet? Paul, Sato, Rebecca shushed him, again. The director talked at them for a while. New, higher-powered beams, more terror electron volts than had ever been fired down an enormous vacuum-filled, or air-emptied, Rebecca thought, tube before. Power unlimited, more data, more particles, more glimpses into the mind of God. Rebecca let the words wash over her, watching Paul from the corner of her eye instead. He shifted in the uncomfortable chair. What are you looking at? You, silly. She could see a few journalists scattered across the hall recording the speech, a couple on audio recorders, a few on iPhones. There weren't that many other theorists there. The Collider was old news now. Switching it back on at higher power was food for science geeks only, and the will-all-be-eaten-by-black-holes silly season stories barely rated a paragraph at the bottom of page eight. Then the director was done, and it was time for wine and canapes. In the centre of the collision chamber was a sphere twenty metres across. The top half poked out above the gridded metal floor, which divided the chamber in two. An inspection hatch, dogged shut, gave the only access to its interior. On either side, the magnet-lined pipes which fed the beams into the sphere snaked off into the darkness in a several-mile-long circular conduit through stone. A low hum permeated the room, building slowly. Boots clanged on metal stairs, then a fumbling of keys in the lock and a whispered instruction to hush, followed by two sets of giggles. Then the door opened, and they fell in, kissing. "'So this is where the magic happens?' asked Paul, after breaking for air. That set them both off for a while. Kind of. An enormous crack of sound filled the chamber, leaving it silent. There. Magic. That's all there is to it. She gave him a gentle push. What do you mean, all? That's fifteen tera-electron volts, that is. That, buddy, is science.